broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to the Mike Drop Club. Hosted by Douglas Hammond Message received. Message received. You do not need to know what you need. What you need. Just engage with the podcast feed. Just engage with the podcast feed. Providing weekly insights into cool stuff we've read, saw, did, or heard about what made us say, wow, eureka, damn, nothing is off limits. If it motivates and inspires you to reach your goals, then it shall be discussed. Featuring guest interviews from high performers and people of influence and weekly awards for the best mic drop moment. This podcast is guaranteed to leave you pumped up for the week ahead. Don't just live life, make life boom. How you doing there? You all good? Another show. Today, I'm supremely blessed. I'm blessed every day. But my house is surrounded by women. I have my cousins here. I got Shiwai in the house. I got Sakai in the house. I got Nasha somewhere hiding, lurking. <laughs> so today, I figured we might as well break down what's been happening for the week. So Shawai, what's up? You good? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm very good. I'm honored to have you here in my house at the end of another microphone session. So yeah, how's your week been? Powerful? It's been very powerful. Yes, I've been, I've yeah. been seeing you on social media. What's up? <laughs> Um, well, it's been a very significant week for me. I've just come and finished a seven-day water fast. So, yeah, it's been good. It's a seven-day water fast, yes. people. What does that look like? Seven days of what? No water at all. What are you doing? <laughs> it's seven days of no food and just drinking water, at least three gallons of water a day for seven days. I don't know if you guys know what a gallon is, right? But a gallon is quite a lot, right? Yes. Three gallons of water per day. Per day. Um, well, you're peeing a lot at night. Uh, during the day, yes. And at night. During the day. <laughs> yes. So how, how does that look like? And what was the reason behind you um, deciding to drink three gallons of water per day? Um, well, I have done a lot of research into fasting. Um, now, fasting is something that has been quite prevalent in a lot of different religions and communities and quite recently um, it's got a lot of traction in mainstream media so you can have different types of fasting you can have intermittent fasting you can have juice fasting or you can have full-on water fasting which is pretty hardcore so that could be anything from seven days to 28 days wow wow that that the 28 day just sounds a bit biblical out there <laughs> you know um but yeah but what was the motivation behind actually wanting to do the fast was it for health reasons was it for like a spiritual awakening you know what does that look like why did you decide you know it's close coming up to 2020 to decide to go on this water fast um well before you undergo any kind of fast you need to kind of have a really clear understanding of why you need to have a really strong why my why was um earlier this year i had an operation on fibroids um and that really got me thinking about my health not only in the short term but in the long term sure. um i started reading about health benefits and you know different ways that you can encourage your own body to heal itself 
One of those was fasting. Okay. Um, So that's why I decided to do the seven day fast, not only to just cleanse my body of all the gunk that was in it, but also just to press the restart button and start again. Sure. So right now um, you completed the challenge or are you still in the process of doing it? Um, I completed the challenge. So I broke my fast on Tuesday. Okay. And and what does it look like? How How did you break the fast? What did you actually do to break the fast? So breaking the fast is, 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 is a process in itself. So it's not just you putting something in your mouth. It is about being really mindful about the food that you put in your body. So it's choosing a piece of fruit. In this case, I chose a tomato um, and it's meditating, giving thanks for um, the strength that your body gives you, the ability that it has, the regenerative quality that it has, and actually being thankful for the food that you put in your body for being really mindful about that. So it was, a, you know, a spiritual process as well as it was okay. you know, a healing process. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So um, again, so how did you stumble upon <laughs> um, this well, seven day water fast? And um, from my background, I know a, a lot of people that do fasting, but for the wrong reasons, mm. you know, but again, you're, you're alluding to the fact that you were doing this for a positive, a spiritual journey, yeah. you know? So did you make a connection or, or would you be safe to say that you're still on that journey? I'm still on that journey. The fasting isn't just for the seven days. It's the process running up to the seven days. So you do need to prepare for it. You can't just wake up one day and decide I'm not going to eat anymore. Um, it's a process that you have to kind of get into. So it's a run up to that and um, the process itself and then being mindful about what you eat. But in the run up to that, I had looked at um, prominent people who are really pushed the fasting agenda, like Dr. Sebi, um, people like Tyler Tolman, who are really into fasting and the positive effects that can have on body in terms of regenerating longevity, health and also spiritual growth. Well, wow, that's, that's a lot. That's, yeah. that's a lot. So you probably feels, you're probably elevating or no, should I say levitating right now? Yeah. With the energy that you have, right? Oh yeah. Uh, clarity is, is amazing. Um, focus is amazing. Energy levels are more than what they've been for a long time. So yeah. Sure. So you, you would encourage other people to go on the seven day. What's that your name with the fast? Um, and, it- and where can they get more information on it? So for people who are interested in it, it's very important for you to read up on a fast before you go ahead and do it. So a really good way to start doing that is to look at Dr. Sebi. Um, he's got a website that is up that goes into a lot of detail about fasting, what that looks like, how to d- prepare for it, different recipes. Um, there are different ways that you can do your fast. You can incorporate something like CMOS, which has got um, almost like 92 um, minerals that the body has. The body has about 107 minerals and CMOS has about 92 of them. Wow. So you've wow. got a lot of nutrients in there. So read up on these things before you start and always have a discussion with your medical practitioner about whether fasting is appropriate for you. So some people who've got diabetes and other medical Most issues, definitely. they might need to consider what works for them and what isn't. Most definitely. So in terms of the, the fast, what does it look like when you are now restricting or in your case, increasing the, the fluid intake that you have and how does it have an impact on driving, um, occupation? You know, what does that look like? So the first couple of days are really hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, In what way? In what way are they hard? Physical and um, mentally as well, because you're used to putting something in your stomach. So you are going to suffer hunger pangs yep. initially, and also you're going to be going through a detox 
So if you are one of those people who drinks a lot of caffeine, sugar, you're going to go through a lot of detox as your body kind of rebalances itself. Um, that might not look pretty. <laughs> that could manifest itself in nausea, diarrhea, all sorts of different symptoms. But you really need to push through because once you do, you start increasing the liquids, which is also not easy. Not everybody drinks as much water as they should do. Um, you're going to start noticing the benefits by at least day three. So in terms of the like um, the, the, the the side effects, for example, if you're coming off caffeine, particularly mm. or, the, or the sugars mm. and um, these, these things can bring about odd behaviors. Yes. You know, the sweating <laughs> at night, you know, like I said, vomiting, say diarrhea, irritability, all these types of things. Is there something that you you did in particular that helped you push through? Yeah, it's a couple of things. So on the physical side, what I tended to do was take um, a salt water flush. So salt water flush is a pinch of sea salt with some lemon. Okay. Um, put that in warm water in the morning. Um, let that sit in your stomach for about 30 minutes. That helps push a lot of things out of your body. So that helps the detox process. And in terms of mentally, it's really important to kind of um, meditate. Um, take the time to center yourself and really connect with why you're doing this. Because when you know your why, you can go through anyhow. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. The why is one of those um, fundamental questions yeah. that a lot of people take for granted. It's yeah. very, very small word, you know, three letters, but it's very profound, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's the foundation behind everything. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as a parent, I end up dealing with the what happened. I'm not really interested in the why when the children <laughs> are running and mocking your house. They just want to know what happened and the why is it, it, um, not really important. But when we try and do anything of substance, yeah. the why becomes a, a far more profound question to to reconcile and come to terms with it. Because I guess, as you're saying, when you are going through the the, the danger times or the darker times, mm. day three, you, you said, yeah, things start to get hard start going back to your why. So your why, did you, do you, did you write down your why anywhere or have you committed that to memory? Um, I committed that to memory. Um, and my why was for health and longevity. Um, and I think, you know, when you're lying down on an operation table and you don't know if you're going to wake up or not at the end of the day, you just think to yourself, I need to do something different. Sure. 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 You, you, you get that to get, get to the point whereby you have that, um, um, that moment of clarity yeah. that comes out of the truth of your existence. Yeah. You know, sometimes people get a near death, death experience for them to wake up. Yeah. So um, I applaud you for, for doing something as, um, um, I would, it's not revolutionary, but something as um, life changing, I would say as that, and actually putting out there, you know, um, you put out on your Instagram and I was reading it through and I was thinking, seven days mm. <laughs> and, I, and I start look picturing gallons I don't know if you guys out there can picture a gallon you know one gallon and you know and she why she's not the she's, she's a petite petite girl I'm giving you guys a visual and she's talking about three gallons three gallons so and wait do you know how much weight three gallons is it, it was heavy. I it was had, heavy. Yeah, 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 exactly. You I want had, an idea how, how heavy three three <laughs> gallons of water equates to? Okay, let's, let's ask the guy. Sakai, can you, can you Google that? Yeah? Can you Google that? Let's, let's see what three gallons, let's, what does three gallons actually look like in weight? Because I know a lot, of, a lot of young people who have eating disorders, they do what's called water loading. So a lot, as well as restricting the, their food and fluid intake, well, the food intake, as it were, Prior to being weighed, they go and drink lots of water mm. to then give them. So I just wanted to just try and find out how, how much is three gallons of water? 
it must be a lot. So did you feel weighty yourself? How did you feel when you're carrying this? Well, you actually going, gung, 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 I was, I was, because I think for the, for the first couple of days, um, I was at home, so I was okay. But when I had to go back to work, I had this big, heavy bag with at least four different bottles of water wow. to make sure that I've got the right weight of water calculated for that day to make sure that minimum yes. I've got through that amount of water. Um, and then you realize as time goes on, you actually drink more and more water. Um, but yeah, it's super heavy at the beginning of the day. Super heavy. <laughs> it, was very it, it, it must be. I, I can just, hear the clanking. Can you imagine walking around carrying three gallons of water? That, that's amazing. That's amazing. So were you supported by your work colleagues as well? Um, my work colleagues didn't know. Um, I think the thing with, with fasting in general, uh, a lot of people might just assume or link fasting with you wanting to lose weight. Okay. And fasting is more than just that. Um, it's about you giving your body a chance to rest, to yeah. clear itself of toxins and also to allow it to regenerate itself, which is something it does normally. But because of the foods that we eat and the way that we eat, we don't allow our body to work to its optimal level. So sometimes having a discussion with people around fasting can be misconstrued to assume that you want to lose weight. Sure, and sometimes sure. it's, it's, it's way deeper than that. It's yeah. about, you know, allowing your body to do what it does best. Sure. And I guess your, your journey is personal to yourself. So sometimes we, we do like to form stereotypes as I kind of did in terms of the um, young people that will do water loading to, to, to mask their weight loss. So I've, to kind of my helpful assistance has just come back with some, some numbers, right? <laughs> so three gallons of water, right? So what were well, one gallon of water equates to 8.34 pounds? Yeah. One gallon <laughs> of water. So 8, 16, 24, maybe 25 pounds. That is that's what you, lot. that's a lot of water. That's a lot of weight that you're yeah. carrying around. And um, let's, let's, let's be frank and talk about some of the dangers that can come about when you don't seek professional guidance from your physician mm. before you go on to these diets because um, you can drink too much water if you yeah. drink the water in the wrong way. What things um, should you put out there to say, don't drink it in this particular way? So when you're thinking about drinking water, do try and stagger it within certain hours so that you're not overloading yourself, um, but you are pacing yourself throughout the day rather than drinking too much in the morning or too much in the afternoon. You need to try and pace yourself as much as possible and also listen to your body when your body's saying it's hungry or it's thirsty, drink. So it's also about trying to just be in tune with your body, but very equally do, like I said, listen to your physician and find out from them how best it is for you to fast. Cause you might need to supplement some of that water with maybe um, a juice sure. um, or maybe a vitamin drink to make sure that you are still balancing your nutrients if you might be deficient in some way. So, you know, make sure that you always have a discussion around how best it is to manage your fast. And if you're feeling that actually you're getting tired and you're lethargic and you're not meeting your requirements for your water, make sure you're always having a discussion with someone because you might be dehydrated. So sure. always keep having a conversation with your physician. Well, brilliant. So is, it, is this diet something that you would do again? And and if so, um, yeah, would you do it again? And two questions, would you do it again? And what were your, what were your personal lessons that, you know, um, that you discovered? What did you discover about yourself um, that you're willing to share? Because obviously um, I don't want you to bear everything. This is not what this is about. It's just about you to, 
to expose some of the things that some of the things that you can expect to to happen when you're going through this phase type phase. Okay. So some of the things that you can expect, like I said, you've got the physical impact of it, but what people don't always talk about is the psychological and emotional impact of fasting. So, you know, in, in, in some circles, what they say is every day that you fast, you go a year back in terms of any emotional trauma that you might have that manifests itself in different ways in your body. So you might, you know, sometimes feel very teary, uh, very sad, very angry. It's important to actually connect with some of those emotions, work through some of those things, um, because as much as it is an, a physical regeneration, it's a physical and spiritual regeneration. So I learned a lot about my past and how it's blocked me and impact me sure. um, and sure. how it's also manifested in the way that I eat. Yeah. Um, so that's helped me view food very differently. Um, sure. and help me view life very differently. So that's opened up a lot of gateways for me. Um, in terms of fasting moving forward, they do recommend that you do that at least twice or once a year so that you are keeping on top of making sure that your body's at its optimal and also you are um, connecting with yourself and growing spiritually. So it's, it's, it's a mixture of the two, but I definitely would say I'm a very changed person. Wow. Um, well, you look radiant. <laughs> You're doing something right. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, I remember there was a quote from, I think, Steve Jobs in, in relation to food. Mm. I think it was appropriate where he says that um, uh, pay attention to what you eat, because one day if you don't, food will be your medicine. So I guess if you're making the... Um, the the um, driving a campaign whereby people take a closer look at how they eat, why they eat and what we put into our bodies. Because again, yeah. our body is like a machine, isn't it? You have to take care of your machine. You cannot continue eating junk without side effects yeah. the way we think. Yeah. Um, in terms of the psychological stuff, the journey that you went across, went through, um, did you have a, a mentor, somebody that you know you could speak to? Because I guess for some people out there, it could get really dark very quick. If you're talking about every, every, what, every day you do that, you yeah. go back a year. Yeah. There's some traumas I personally don't want to go back to without a lot of counseling. Yes. I will need people around me like 24 seven. If I go back to certain, certain stages in my life. So, um, to the, to the layman or to the person that wants to go through this, um, do you have any support in terms of who should be around you? Do you have to tell people really close to you that look, watch out for me because I'm going to that place. I would say yes. I would say have one or two people that you are close to who know that you're going through this um, fast that you can speak to, that you're close to, who can understand what you're going through. Um, a lot of the times it is just about having someone listen to you um, and understand or work through some of these emotions or thoughts that you might be having. Um, I was lucky because I've got a really good support system around me. Um, I was also lucky because one of the people that I follow who's very into fasting, Tyler Tolman, was also on his own fast. So I was able to connect with that in terms of his journey and understanding where I was in terms of day one, day two, day six, day seven. Um, so it's very important for you to have that support system around you for someone to listen to you. Um, and if you get to the point where you think, oh, I've really got some deep trauma here that I may need actual counseling around, yeah. go and seek that. Cause you yeah. can't do everything by yourself. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So the whole journey, like, you, like it's, it's one whereby you, you're not on your own. No. You shouldn't put yourself on that journey. No. 
alone. You know, it, it's you need to seek out um, yeah. counsel from a mentor or someone, somebody yeah. close to you that you respect and also respects your respects you as well. Um, let's look at how things were like day four, day five. Are you at the top of the mountain or are you still climbing? What does it look like? Um, day four, day five, you're kind of over the peak because by then your your body's in ketosis. So your body's actually now in the you know, regenerative you know, when stage. You, uh, pause. When you say big words like ketosis, I like to drop words. Now, what is a ketosis? What is a ketosis? <laughs> so ketosis um, essentially in, in just a simple way is when your body then starts to um, burn unnecessary fat, um, abnormal cells in your body and actually starts using that as fuel. So really it's getting rid of all the gunk and all the cells in your body that shouldn't be there and then gives your your body an opportunity then to start working on regenerating some new cells and, and creating some new stem cells for you. Wow. Wow. So no, that, that's excellent. I wasn't expecting that sort of answer, but yeah, I know what, a, what ketosis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So day five, day six. So now, now your body's in ketosis, right? Yeah. Right. So now things are getting easier for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things are getting easier. You're not getting hungry as much. You're just drinking the water. Your body's used to now processing all that water. You walk around, you can smell food. You're not really hungry. It's not really an issue at all you still probably have some of those emotional, psychological barriers to push through sure. uh, because a part of your mind still wants to eat, not because you need to, but because it's a habit. So a lot of it is breaking through some of those old habits that you might've had before that weren't serving you. Okay. And um, do you feel, it's a, your own personal um, view here, do you feel there's a connection between when you read a lot of Sanskrits and um, ancient teachings from say Asia, Africa, and they'll talk about for the fasting. Mm. Do you feel the connection between that perspective and also the health benefits? So you could say that, okay, fine. The Buddha went through a process of fasting. Um, the Christ went through a process of fasting. And not only did he have the spiritual um, dimension to it, mm. it was actually something that gives you a positive um What's positive feedback in terms of your own physicality, your body, in terms of how it's functioning? Oh yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because actually, you you feel clearer, stronger. Your mind is clearer. Your dreams are also very vivid because what you've done is you've taken away a lot of the stimuli that you put into your body, like sugar and caffeine, and you're actually allowing your synapses to connect to each other. So really and truly, there's a lot that goes on in terms of all your senses are really heightened, sense of smell, sense of taste, sense of sight, everything actually just really starts to come into perspective and you can see how your body becomes, starts functioning at its peak. Is there anything that really frightened you in terms of, wow, I can see in 3D or HD or something, I can smell things from afar. What, what senses did it really have an impact on you in particular? Um, definitely um, sense of smell and definitely sense of clarity. Um, I think a, a lot of things that were worrying me or confusion that I had was very clear. Mm. Like I was working so much more productively at work. Um, all my work was coming together really clearly. I wasn't struggling with words. Um, and also just the sense of smell, like you can smell foods, you can smell things so much clearer than yeah. you did before. Um, and it's not in a way that oh, I'm really hungry, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like 
probably one of those superheroes feels where everything's just really heightened. Yeah, heightened <laughs> or extrasensory perception, yes, I like to call yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. For, for me, um, I'm one of those types of people that comfort eats. I've always want something in my mouth, you know? So <laughs> I guess that's going to be a real challenge for me yeah. to, to, um, to go for that process whereby I, I am hungry and it do, does not necessarily mean I need to eat. Mm. Yeah, I, I should be able to just drink. It's just conditioning, isn't it? Yeah, it so, is, yeah. no, okay, fine. So, how did you celebrate when you finished? What did you do to celebrate? Oh, what did I do to celebrate? Um, <laughs> I think I posted on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> I think that was that was the sum of my celebration. Um, but did you post a weight gain, weight loss? What was it? In terms of how 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 much did you weigh before? Do I have to give us the exact weight? But did you weigh more or less prior? or after the, um, the fast. And, and also, again, I'm going to pin to that one. How did you celebrate? Posting on Instagram is not, no, it's not <laughs> celebration at all. We don't consider that celebrate. Um, I, I definitely weighed more before the fast. I weigh less now. Significantly, um, <laughs> significantly less. Um, enough to see some bones that I probably shouldn't be seeing. Okay. Um, but I, it wasn't necessarily because I wanted to lose weight, but I did notice that. Um, but actually I felt lighter. I yeah. think that's the bit that I felt. I felt lighter. I felt less sluggish. Um, my, I, I usually have issues with my circulation. Haven't had any issues with that at all. My lungs have felt clearer. So really my body's just felt lighter and more energetic. So oh, that felt really good. Um, less sluggish. So that felt really nice. I can relate to sluggish. Yeah. I can also relate to the word lethargy. Yeah. I get that a lot. When I eat too much, I just feel like, mm -mm. Mm. you know, that, that moment where you just want to sleep, you're not focusing meetings, not focused on the road and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so th these are real clear benefits. So how did you celebrate? <laughs> I think that's one thing I'm probably guilty of is not celebrating the achievements as much as I should. Um, I think I just wanted to mark it by posting on Instagram and that's as far as I went. Uh, but I think internally I was incredibly grateful and moved by the experience um, because I, I definitely know that a lot has changed internally and because I've changed internally, I know my world is going to change as well because of that. No, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I applaud you on that one. So uh, as we close, is there any any signposting you can give to anybody else who wants to actually go through the same fasting regime that you went through? Um, like I said, do your research. Definitely look at people like Tyler Tolman um, and Dr. Sebi. They will have very clear guidelines of what different fasts look like. They'll have recipes. They'll have the benefits for fasting. They'll have things that you need to worry about, any top tips that you need to consider. And they'll obviously signpost you in terms of the foods that you should be eating afterwards and what you should be doing. So definitely have a read of those two people. That's brilliant. Brilliant. So Shuai, thank you very much. Um, I'm sure you listeners out there have been informed and um, inspired to actually take the water challenge in a, in a positive way. Um, the benefits are being clearly articulated and all the information is going to be ready on our show notes. For another week, we wish you love, prosperity, and go ahead and achieve your goals. We're out, people. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out MikeDropClub.com and get the show notes and useful links. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just live life, make life boom.